Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The home of the Red Sox. 93.7 WEI-FM and HD1. Lawrence, Boston. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Search and browse more privately. Download the free DuckDuckGo app today. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. This is KJ Carson on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Let's start with New England because we know they have interest in DeAndre Hopkins. You know, I did text with a few teams around the league who said, hey, why wouldn't they be interested in Dalvin Cook too? Because they need premium upgrades at the playmaker spot. They already have Ramondre Stevenson at running back, but Cook is a piece that you can move around. they got about $13 million in cap space. Still in on Hopkins, so... Maybe they could swing a package deal. Who knows? Second hour, WEEI, KJ, thank you so much for spending your Saturday here. 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. That's Jeremy Fowler saying, look, the Patriots are waiting for a a friend on offense because they need it. DeAndre Hopkins, Dalvin Cook. it's, it's, It's kind of a fascinating debate that the fan base is having with each other. Some are saying both. I'm like, okay, we can't be New England greedy. Just because our for some of us your entire lives you've known a winner. <laughs> some people remember when there was four quarterbacks here. And it wasn't pretty at all. And others are kind of like, and this is the side I'm on I'll get to in a bit, is maybe Dalvin Cook is more reasonable and more strategically correct than DeAndre Hopkins. Here's why. Justin Mack Jones is two years. His first year, the team was sixth in points offensively, 15th in yards. Last year, 17th in points, 26th in yards. That's like going from a C-plus to an F. And the reason why you get concerned when you go from a C-plus to an F is because you felt like you were on the brink of a breakthrough, and now you might have to fix a failure. I don't think you do that by chucking the ball in the air to appease a brand-new number one receiver. Okay, KJ, but still, they need a number one receiver last year. Look, rushing last year, the Patriots 22nd in touchdowns, 24th in yards, 22nd in attempts in rushing. Does that sound like Bill Belichick ball with the current structure you have? No. The passing, 19th in touchdowns, 20th in yards, 21st in attempts. Technically, the running game ranked worse across the league than the passing game. 
This is why I say, if you look at Dalvin Cook, pair him with Stevenson, now you don't have as much pressure on the passing game, which never really existed before. Right? It really hasn't. There has not been a pressure on Mac Jones to use his arm to win games since he's been here. There's been no demand to say we need to ride your arm for three. We need we need 14 straight on your arm. That's all we're doing. No, that's what defenses wanted the game to get to. So if you believe that DeAndre Hopkins is the one answer, I say no, it's Dalvin Cook. I mean, you think of Patriot Way, number one, manage expectations. If DeAndre Hopkins is here, suddenly Mac Jones is throwing for 5,000 yards? No. You think that, okay, well, he's... No, if anything, he's the one receiver that defenses hone in on now. You know what you're going to get with Juju Smith-Schuster across the middle and running those routes. Gusecki's going to be pretty much there. Hopefully you get more out of Hunter Henry. But we're still talking about an underneath game. So with Dalvin Cook and reports coming in saying like he's not willing to accept the current contract offer, um, according to Don Kleiman, Dove Kleiman, I think what he's looking at in front of him is something that's going to stop the contract. He's 27 now. That's going to stop him when he's 30. I think he's looking for something, I'm talking about Dalvin Cook, that's going to get him to 31. Now, keep in mind, he showed and proved last year because what the Vikings left on the table it was $10 million in base salary and then another $11 million over the next two seasons. They, they, they In his extension, they paid him for three, let him for, go for the last two. Played in all 17 games last year. Rushed over, a th- over, over 1,100 yards, eight touchdowns. If you add that pedigree to Ramondre Stevenson, does it matter who the wide receiving core is? Mack is going to look good. Because now if you tell me, hey, you've got a better running game than Mac had his rookie year, and then add it with Bill O'Brien and the things that he's probably adding to, you've got something. You got so, you, you now have a defense that has to respect the run, and whoever the receivers are out there, I don't care if it's Parker, Smith-Schuster, Thornton, those guys are going to get open. Gasecki, those guys, especially Gasecki, if you're trying to you're trying to stop the run of either Dalvin Cook or Ramondre Stevenson up the middle, you're bringing eight men in the box. You don't think Gasecki gets far and gets across and gets goes far. Hunter Henry can get stuff. Now you open up so many things where I think now you step into Mac Jones's strength. Acumen, I think his acumen is up there. I just think it's a matter of confidence. And the only thing I think that really builds his confidence this year is a very super strong one-two running game punch than it is getting one receiver because what you, you hate to see injury, right? But let's just say D Hop tweaks an ankle. Right? What, what maybe he's out a game or two. Well, in this league, a game or two is you're getting close to 10% of law. 10% you out two games, you're out for at least 10% of the games. But if you've got that running game behind you, and let's just say Cook gets nicked or Stevenson gets nicked, we've seen how that's worked out when Damian Harris was here, that Damian Harris would eventually become the number two behind Stevenson, and you had still somewhat of a one-two punch. Just kind of they changed roles. Stevenson was your leading receiver last year. Leading rusher last year. 
you don't want to go into the season thinking like, hey, this is what we've got to do once again. Because if that's the case, third and sevens are going to be rampant. And again, you don't want to get yourself into a situation where Mac Jones has got to hone in on a superstar receiver, knowing that everybody's thinking he's honing in on him or the unaddressed offensive line, which has been addressed somewhat and it's still to be determined. But if you can only go by what they had last year, you're not going to have a whole lot of time. So on, on a third and seven or a third and ten, you and Max going to need time in the pocket. And if you don't have that protection or even the respect of a running game for people to say, okay, I've got to make sure that this isn't some type of play action uh, or a draw play, they're just going to peel their ears back and just head, head, head straight in. If you know that your eyes are going to be locked on one guy, maybe two, and you haven't been able to establish a running game. 617-779-7937, text line 37937. I'll get more into why I think Dalvin Cook is the answer more so than D-Hop, why D-Hop isn't so much the answer, why I think that he's got eyes on somewhere else as well, plus the whole overview of what's going on with the Patriots and upstairs with Bob and Bill, and it's 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 a bit messy. KJ here, WEEI, 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. Now time to trend with Brian Frazuko. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. The Boston Red Sox won last night over the Oakland Athletics 7-3 at Fenway Park. Find an eight-strikeout performance from Nick Pavetta. Game two of this series will be this afternoon at 410. If you have any interest in catching that game, please do so right here. WEI, Red Sox Radio Network, Sean McDonough and Joe Castiglione. They'll be on the call starting at 410 on the Shaw's and Star Market. WEI, Red Sox Radio Network, Shaw's perfecting the art of fresh. Paul Blackburn will be on the hill for Oakland against James Paxton for the Red Sox. Joe Wild will get you started with the Mass Mutual pregame show right here. 310 Mass Mutual Insurance Planning Investments. And according to Dolph Kleiman, Dalvin Cook is not willing to accept the current contract offer from Miami. That according to Jeff Darlington. And yes, yes, I've seen it. Yours truly was wrong all day today. The New England Revolution, yes, they will be playing tonight, except it's in New York, not home. They'll be playing the Red Bulls in New York at 7.30. The Revs currently sit and third place in the Eastern Conference with New York sitting at 12th. I'm Brian Frizzoco on WEI, and that is What's Trending. The Red Sox Station. WEI. WEI. New England Sports Original. We're right back to it. KJ Carson on WEI. 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 Robert Kraft made a specific and pointed effort to rebut and refute Bill's, you know, 27th in the league in spending over the last three years. So that rankled Robert. It unquestionably did. And Bill, I think, has tried to walk it back in saying, I'm, I was just making an observation and saying that sometimes we're up, sometimes we're not. I'm not trying to say we're cheap. But the upshot is, as we sit here and wonder why no DeAndre Hopkins, it's Bill, it's not Robert. And I think that in the the void of really any breaking news, the Patriots are fun to fixate on. And who is fixated on the most attractive free agent available? It's the Patriots. Why wouldn't they do it? Well, does it come back to money? So I think that's how we got there on DeAndre Hopkins and the resurfacing 
of those quotes. But I still think the Patriots are going to be the suitors who are the most aggressive. KJWEEI 617-779-7937, text line 37937. That's Tommy Curran earlier this week on Mego, Jones and Mego, uh, talking about like this potential rift again with Robert Kraft and Bill Pelichick in terms of why aren't big name free agents coming and what's going on and not spending. Uh, here's the other part of it, I think. You always have to remember that Belichick is a defensive guy first. And ten and defensive coaches tend to believe that the run game does two things. Possession keeps your defense fresh. Last thing you want to do is be, I don't know, 27th in average yards in the league per per you know per series or 29th in plays like they were last year. <laughs> I didn't even get two breaths of oxygen, coach. So why, and I'm just going to, I'll put it out there. If I'm Belichick, why am I going to go run out and go get a, a, a wide receiver when my offense last year was 27th in the league in terms of how long they held on to the ball? Why do I not at least go get a running back where I can at least get that time of possession up, keep my defense fresh where I know that's the strength of my team? I said it's the mad it's the it's the maddening, not maddening like with the ING, but the John Madden football game that's kind of permeated into the fan base's head. This guy's a 94 rating. We need to go get him. He can he can do everything. When I play with him, he he's just fine on, on the game. There's so many other things. You know that Belichick is defense, special teams, then the offense. Everything that was Tom Brady was literally a miracle. Tom Brady literally born in a sixth-round manger, okay? That's what happened. Those things don't repeat. If they do, they say it's the end of the world. So there's no Tom Brady-esque situation coming back where you have virtually a cyborg of offense calling plays, not requiring upper echelon, first-round, all-pro, all-NFL offensive linemen, you don't need super great receivers. Your running game can be passive. And you can win. Like, you, that's because of one person. That person's not there. The stone has been rolled away. He's gone. So you need to start working in building blocks. Because, again, if it doesn't work out for Mac Jones this coming season, now there's a whole different conversation. Oh, forget about spending. It's do you give this guy, do you start talking about his fifth-year option, or do you say we're four and done and start the process all over again? So why would you not invest in short steps versus trying to take this big step and saying, well, he needs DeAndre Hopkins now. And I sit here and say, like, well, <laughs> they didn't move the ball or hold on to the ball last season. So now we're going to go find someone to throw the ball? All, more than before, stick to the running game. At least you know that's going to work. Then you can throw the ball. It doesn't have to be the Hopkins. Didn't you just take Tyquan Thornton in the second round last year? You know what that would be like saying, you know, after one year, this Debo Samuel thing, I don't know. No, you've got to let players that you've taken high grow, and you've got to see what the quarterback can do with basic building blocks, right? That's how it works. Three seven ninety three seven. Let's go to the text line, Brian. What you got? 
Yeah, these texts uh, still stand on the Jalen Brown stuff from earlier. Um, mm-hmm. But this is an interesting one, and I know we touched on a little bit. But basically, they're talking about the weather, and they compared it to Minnesota and said the stars in Minnesota don't love it in Minnesota because of the weather. That's the reason maybe Damian Lillard or other NBA stars would pick an LA, pick a Miami. And as we know, people go to the, or, you know, these pro athletes will go wherever the three W's are best the weed, the women, and the uh, weather. <laughs> Sometimes worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Two are intertwined, right? Because exactly. like, like one of the W's, I mean, you've got dispensaries in every all 13 counties. At least one. You know, you could disappear to Holyoke and get that on if that's if that's your thing. You know, you can't do that in Texas. Yeah, don't do because here's the thing. Most of these players, they might be buying themselves maybe kind of like a luxury suite or something like that here if they don't buy a house house. So you can't really give me that like because if if you're wondering, well, what can I go do and get what kind of trouble can I get into? Uh, let me let me let you know about this place here. <laughs> They're not going to create a lot of spe- the, the the combat zone is gone. You know, now if you Maybe I should call up Cedric Maxwell because we've had Thanksgiving dinner before together. Hey, did guys come to the Celtics back in the day because the combat zone was there and that was an attractive thing? If this is what we're getting, and no, I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think it's one of those situations where players are talking and because of the way they're talking off of feelings and emotions, some of it may be how people really do feel, like the Jalen Brown New York Times interview. I can't say that that's not how he feels. They take that as, okay, well, that would apply to me myself. And maybe that's not why I want to be there. But in terms of like you not being able to find what you want to do, these dudes are on private jets more than Taylor Swift. All right, next one. A lot of them have been also saying, uh, what have you seen from Jalen Brown to make you feel like he deserves a super max contract? Just because of the way the, the, the structure set up, right? Because he made second team all NBA, he now qualifies for that super max number, right? That's why I said... Don't get caught up in the number as much as the semantics. Now, if you're asking me, like, what player deserves $60 million a year, I'd be like, damn, how is Jordan's jumper, right? Like, <laughs> So that's the other thing. We can't apply 
what we see as money versus what the money in the collective bargaining agreement calls for, right? So, um, look, Jordan had that same situation with, with Kemba Walker when he made second team All-NBA. They decided to not extend him and, you know, move him on. So that's still a real possibility with Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown does have an ultimate desire to go be someone's number one, then, okay, his $60 million now moves to the number one spot for other team versus having another number one because of Jason Tatum being first-team All-NBA. His Supermax number is considerably higher. So I understand the, the shock of saying, okay, Jalen Brown's getting $60 million a year. Right? You, you feel like it doesn't match what you see, but it's what's on paper. There's nothing, there's nothing we really could do about that. And then right. lastly, you got uh, people going at the fans. A couple different uh, texters coming at the fans. One of them saying, it's because the fan base is atrocious, and I'm a Sox fan. Then another one saying, come on, KJ, let's keep it real. We all know why they don't want to play here. And to add to it, players are looking at the way the Celtics are treating Jalen. So I think people are blaming both the fans and kind of the, you know, a little bit of the <laughs> uh, the reputation the Celtics, I guess, have for how poorly they've treated Jalen. I don't know where he's coming from I, on that front, but I, I guess Celtics have treated Jalen Brown poorly. Yeah, well, I, I think that one text that came in that said, come on, KJ, you know, they, they probably try to give me the nod. Like when I walk down the sidewalk and you walk down the sidewalk, we just give each other the nod. <laughs> is, is that what we're doing there? Right there? I, you know what? I, you know, am I going to say that? Because I don't want to put that on people as much as I would on a structure. Structurally, we can get a different conversation. But as a person to person, I, I mean, I, I can't really call it. I can't tell you what's in a person's head. But if a bottle comes out of your hand and hitting a player... You have a disrespect for the players out there, you know, and then you want to get delved deeper in how you feel about some other things. We can call Dr. Phil. I don't think he'll come on the show, but you get my point. So, yeah, if you missed any of the conversation right here on the Odyssey app, uh, it was pretty good about Dame Lillard not wanting to either come play for the Celtics or to come play for the city of Boston. You can always rewind on uh, on Odyssey. Just type in W-E-E-I. Um, here with the Patriots, and you just heard the comments from Tommy Curran, couple minutes ago regarding <clears throat> Belichick and, and Kraft. I think when it comes to spending on free agents, you have to say, will buying these free agents become such a catastrophic event, especially if you go to the next level, right? Because when Bill put his toe in the water a couple of years ago, oh, that water was putrid. <sighs> Nelson Aguilar, what made you think paying him, <laughs> Right. Chanu Smith, <laughs> bye-bye. So, you know, there were some stinkers on the offensive side of the ball. Ty Montgomery still giving it a shot, I think. I think. So the last attempt to spend wasn't really pretty. And, and keep in mind, it was the time to really do it because Mac Jones was a rookie. So if you wanted to say, hey, go get D-Hop, I would have argued do that that first year that Mac uh, that that Bill Belichick decided to spend. You got a rookie quarterback, boom, pair him with a star receiver, so that way that rookie quarterback will always know that they have greatness on the outside. Now it might decline, but by that time you can grow other people. But if you're like, wow, Jacoby Myers, you're my only friend, <laughs> you're gonna have to work some things, right? Here's a great example. Eh, I don't mean to tell this flex, but it's a bit of a true story. So my dad, I got my love of Porsches from him. He had one when I was in high school. He let me drive it to high school. So now I get looked at totally different at high school. 
But it wasn't the first car in the house I ever drove. I drove the Chevy Celebrity, learned how to drive the street van. I had the custom. That was a fun van right there. I had a bed and a TV in it. It was fun. But when it came to driving the Porsche, I had to know that I could drive the basic cars, the Dodge van, the Chevy Celebrity, before I could get behind a Porsche. Unless you're a first-round quarterback just drafted out of a big-time school you got big-time news behind you. You need to ride that wave and go get something big-time at that time. If you're telling me now, hey, DeAndre Hopkins is going to solve the offense's problems, I say, and Dalvin Cook, yes. Would I give him four years? Mm, I don't know. This is, I think this is what he's trying to feel out. Can I get someone to give me four years to get me a contract getting me to 31 Probably with a couple of with some real guaranteed money. Probably the money that he's missing plus twenty percent. So if he's missing about twenty million for what he was getting from Minnesota, he probably wants twenty five million guaranteed and probably a deal for maybe forty. <laughs> well, you could do that over three years. I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe you get three more years out of Dalvin Cook, but I think he's probably betting on himself to get four, especially just rushing for 1,100 yards. Now, if you want to do four years and pair him up, well, then you can get primarily your value and you still have Stevenson on a rookie deal. So you say, okay, why not go get Dalvin Cook now if we don't like what we see in a couple of years and we want Stevenson to be the lead and he's got oomph behind him still, we can just go ahead and cut, dude, and here's your guaranteed money. But with DeAndre Hopkins, what if he's not part of the game plan? What if things aren't really gelling well? What if he starts having echo nightmares of what allegedly Bill Bill O'Brien and him had conversations about? Baby mamas, mamas, mamas. Yeah, I'm just saying. Do you want that to be the feeder for Mac Jones? Or go with what's going to help? 617-779-7937. Text line 37937. K-J-W-E-E-I. Let's go to Joe and Randolph. Joe, good Saturday to you. Thanks for calling the show. Yeah, thanks. Enjoying your show. Good talking. Uh, i got to agree with you, J.J. Uh, we need Cook, and I think we have to bring him in because he's a player. I'm saying no, no on prima donna Hopkins. I think he'll end up being a cancer to the team. He only plays nine games a season. What the heck do we need that for? And I know you're in favor of the run over passing, but I think if you're going to run the ball, the O-line needs a little work. Joe, thanks for the call. I love it when people call me JJ. It's, it's almost kind of entertaining because it gets me to say, Dynamite! That's, that's, that's a bit dated before you, Brian, right? Way before you. JJ. Yeah, no, I thought that went right over my head. KJ, alphabet backwards, you'll never forget it. Yeah, here's... What what Joe is saying is like you got to improve the offensive line, and I would tell you any offensive lineman will tell you, I want to push downhill than have to defend the fort. Meaning, if I can push the defenders backwards, that when the pass game comes and those guys are worn down from just being run over, it's much easier to defend and play and and and, and protect on the pass. If you're finding yourself trying to be pass happy and trying to do these cute gadget things, and you're you're starting the game moving backwards on your feet, and they're getting advantage on you, that's when you that's when def- the defenses start getting creative. 
That's when they start saying, let's, let's, let's do an A and a C gap rush. See if they can take it from two sides. Let's, let's drop down a corner and bring them in on the blitz. Overwhelm them. That's easier to do when the running game is stagnant and the passing game can't figure itself out. Or you're 27th in the league in terms of time of possession. If you're not holding on to the ball, that means you're giving away the ball. And thank God for the defense over the last couple of years. Sneeze or joke it, whatever you want. But this team last year easily should have lost three of those, at least three more games. The defense won them. Or special teams. So this is a team that still has to get to the basics if they're going to get to what is the best of Mac Jones. You have to see what you have in Tyquan Thornton. This is not someone who's like, well, it was somebody else's second-round pick, so we took it. No, this was your pick. You're going to want to be able to see what Cole Strange can do pushing people forward so that way they can help him when he's taking steps back on the pass protection. The James White position still has to be addressed. Supposed to be Ty Montgomery went down after a game. First, like, hey, okay, this is the old Ty Montgomery. And it was just like, okay, this is the old Ty Montgomery. So some of those things still have to be in place. That That's one of the things that Brady always had was somebody who can catch the ball behind him whenever things were getting a little too quick. And that still has to be determined. So if you could get a Dalvin Cook in here and a Stevenson and both can contribute to the pass game, well, now there's less pressure on a third back other than to be the best receiving back out there so that way you can switch it up. And now you have a complement of backs that can do everything behind you and then everything in front of you becomes much more simple. I, I just think I, I I just can't see how suddenly just chucking the ball downfield like it's Air Coriel or Jeff George throwing bombs. That's not where we are with this team. Now, I would have a different opinion if Mac Jones had more mobility. I would have less stress about the offensive line just as long as it was competent. And if he can break camp just for a second and have a deep receiver, a big play guy that can give you big plays, then absolutely. But there's nothing that tells me that Mac Jones can extend out a play for five seconds and then chuck it deep downfield because his legs are moving. You don't need him to be that, but you need to know what's in front of you, right? Even if you look at what Joe Burrow has in, in, in well, he had, I mean, um, Samaje Perrine is gone. He's uh, Perrine is gone, but... He had Joe Mixon and Sam Sammy Perrine behind him. Samaje Perrine, not Sammy, Samaje. James backwards. So even Joe Burrow, who I think is going to be the comp that you look at Mac Jones saying, this is who we want to see develop as the Patriots quarterback, is someone like a Joe Burrow who can be cool under pressure, who's got an acumen to make great throws, and doesn't have a whole lot of speed. Maybe a speed to escape, that's cool. But we don't need him to have, you know, even Mahomes speed. But even with that, you got to have a running game. All right, before I get out of here, here in about 15 minutes. Brian, uh, since this is our t- first time working together, man, tell me a little bit about yourself. So you, 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 so how long have you been with the station? Uh, so I started here, I want to say, first week of February. Okay, so you started you're still- as an intern with Jones and Mega. Okay, Jones and Mego, and then who scared you off, Jones or Mego? Oh, I mean, you know, I, I think it was a mix. I think it was really the whole show, you know, so just kind of ganging up on me. 
Well, they're both sweethearts, so that's that. That's the good thing. But it's good to have you as part of the rotation because you've been here all day, right? You, you've been yes, here since yeah, I've been here since uh, around six thirty. Six thirty. My goodness, do we call Ken Laird and ask you like, have you taken a lunch? Like, are we are we breaking FICA laws here? You've been here since six. Have you eaten? Well, you know, I mean, the radio needs to, the show needs to go on, KJ. So, that's you know, very, I, I'm just here. Is, I'm just, you know, doing what I can to to get the best Boston sports radio out there. That's fair. So some may say, where is this KJ guy showing up from? So in a galaxy very long ago, okay, maybe a couple of years ago, I was a morning guy at a radio station here in town that played R&B music. So you could hear Luther Vandross or Shaka Khan, stuff like that, right? So... That goes away. Then I start playing like some freestyle next to like Shaka Khan. So it's like Madonna and Stevie B and Shaka Khan. So, so then uh, came here end of 2020. So been here a couple of years. So it's- We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Great to have you here. Um, Show's very different. Um, It's a lot of fun. It's different in the sense of uh, I'm kind of sharing my personality. My love of music gets mixed in as well. So that's a bit about me. Do your shameless plug. Get your Twitter. Is is Twitter? Is it now? Do you do you give out the Twitter? Or do you give out the threads now? What what's the thing to do now? Well, I Tom Kernan on our uh, on Jones and Mego this week. He's he's hesitant to join threads, but he's saying he's going to be doing it shortly. So I guess that's the new what everyone's doing nowadays. Well, you know what the new flex is on threads is your threads is your number like when you signed up. So I I think they're at fifty million plus now, right? So there's kind of a flex where my number is right under, is just at 5, 000, 5 million, right? So I'm like one of the first 5 million in the club. So it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I was here, you know, I'm part of the 10 percenters, you know, at this point. And as you get up in the numbers, once it gets to 100 million, and like you have a number that's like at 5 million, you'd be like, oh man, you are somebody. I'm totally kidding. Um, at KJ Carson IG, because it's tied to your Instagram, that's threads. And on Twitter at KJ Carson, so that that's where you have find me hanging. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. So. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not the most technologically advanced person in the world, especially when it comes to social media. So all that but, stuff just goes right over my head. But that's not a bad thing, right? Because you probably know how to talk to people face to face, don't you? I try. Yeah, well, at least thing. behind a microphone. Yeah, because still to come in, uh, I can't believe what I just saw. I mean, a story that just like, how does this happen? That's in fifth. That's about seven minutes. But yeah, I mean, you have to, that's where I feel for some guys now. Like, it's so easy for a guy to just kind of cut through relationship-wise just by saying, hello, what is your name? My name is such and such. You look very nice today. Thank you. If they know how to say thank you. (laughs) Put the phone down. I have something great to tell you. Really? So if you're one of these guys in this Gen Z thing, I don't know, because it all gets convoluted. It used to be very simple, right? It was... The, the greatest generation was pretty much like, did your dad have a musket in the house and did he talk about Korea a lot? That's the greatest generation, right? Then it's the baby boomers where it's kind of like, yeah, I didn't want to go to Vietnam. Then I got really greedy in the 80s and tried to do all this stock and <laughs> I'm the one that kind of invented divorce. That's like baby boomers. 
Then you get to Gen X, and that's people like myself who are kind of like, <laughs> you guys are all fools, but we understand it. Then it gets convoluted, like millennial to Gen Z. To, it's, it, 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 gets it just all starts up. going downhill? Yeah, it goes down. Well, it doesn't go downhill, but I don't get like how the boomers... And like millennials and Gen Z fight, like you fight with your grandparent. Like, is is there really fight with grandpa like that? Like, <laughs> that's really really interesting. So, Brian, it is very good that you're not over social media stimulated, because that's doing a lot of damage to a lot of relationships now. A lot of people can't figure out how. To, like the swipe left thing is really ruining a lot of people. Even even with sports talk, right? Like people just want to be in their emotions and not like. Like, that's what's interesting. Like, well, I didn't know about that back then. Like, damn, that's what Google is for. YouTube, you can see all this stuff, right? So even some people don't even want to talk about something, you know, like they can't believe, like, there's no way. There's no way there was four quarterbacks for the Patriots. This dude doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, just go look it up. You go watch those videos. You know, so that's good that you're not super stimulated that way. All right, got some thoughts on the Red Sox before we get into uh, Red Sox pregame at 315. You don't want to miss that. Sox going for four in a row. That's next here on WEEI. Thanks so much for hanging out. From the Rubenstein Law Studios, 1-800-BOS-LEGAL. This is WEEI, New England's sports original. It's KJ Carson on WEEI. All right, winding down, KJ here on WEEI. Hope you're having a great Saturday. I know the weather's been up and down, but gosh, isn't that the theme of New England? 15 minutes and a change. Now, usually that's the hope that you'd want to see in the winter, right? <laughs> hey, give me the 20 inches of snow. I don't need the nor'easter. Or take the nor'easter, and it's just a really hard eight inches to plow. <laughs> so, you know, when it comes to the summer, here's the dilemma, right? It's It's the person who thinks they're... You know, this is why I live on the top floor of the house. I don't have to hear the noise below me. Then when it gets really hot, you like this window unit. How many BTUs does this thing have? I mean, it's not funny, but it's relatable, right? It's just like, oh, gosh. Downstairs, they're running one fan in, one fan out. House feels like an igloo. Upstairs. <laughs> Remember, I play the electric and you pay me. I'm just saying. Uh, let's get a couple more texts before we get out of here. Three seven ninety three seven. What you got, Brian? No, did I lose you, Brian? Okay, so look, you missed any of the show. Talked about like Damon Lillard and how people have been laughing, saying, "You know what? Uh, I'm not going to Boston." Is that about Boston? Or is that about the team? Some people believe it's about the players on the team. <laughs> Some people are like, come on, KJ, you know what it's about. I, I would say this. What we could probably deduce is that there is a conversation going on amongst NBA players, free agents, potential trade, starry in the eyes, someone you might want to bring in, who are kind of having this collective conversation of don't go to Boston. And I would ask, why is that? Because if it isn't figured out soon, I mean, there's only, I don't know how many more Perzingises there are left to go grab to try and win a championship with. After that, it becomes, I don't know, be interesting. Plus, the Patriots and the Dalvin Cook or D-Hop, I don't think it's both. I think the smart move would be Dalvin Cook. 
to at least let Mac Jones know that he has a definitive one-two punch behind him. Even if you look at Kareem Hunt, someone like that, someone who can can give you effective yards out of the backfield, along with Ramondre Stevenson, is only going to help whatever you're trying to accomplish in the passing game. And remember, Bill O'Brien is a he's a run first guy. That's just that's, that's how he's played it. Unless he's had a you know superstar talent like uh, like a guy in Cleveland now, Deshaun Watson. You know those. You know, but you know, remember he had the the run of the mills. The oh gosh. Davis Mills. I'm mean, not Davis Mills. What was he? I can't remember the guy's name. He Brock Osweiler <laughs> was was a Bill O'Brien quarterback at one point. You don't want Mac Jones to show any signs of Brock Osweiler whatsoever. The Red Sox. Look, winners of four straight and pregame coming up here at 3:15 here on WEEI and first pitch at 4:15 against the A's. Paxton on the mound. And and think about it. <laughs> If there's a, you know, if, if, if Heimblum had to kind of put together like a little flyer book right now, I would put James Paxton probably at the front of that book because last year at this time, you're like, huh? You just extended a guy. And then the next week, like he has an arm injury. Like, oh. it's been one of the bright spots. I said this would be a chance for Bayo to really shine. He's done that. And then when I started looking around things, I'm like, well, what is it? Like this, this team seems to hit when it needs to hit. And misses when it doesn't need to miss, but yet they're over 500. What is going on? And it finally jumped out at me that's shocking and is not hard to turn around. And this is why I believe the Red Sox are going to be in the wild card chase when it's all over. The Red Sox are the worst team record wise in the AL East against right hand pitching. That's 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 the only thing that really separates them from the good and the bad and the ugly. That's what the ugly is. They're under 500 against right-handed pitching. But if you said, how are they against everybody in the East, they would be tied for second with Baltimore. The Yankees are falling. We're seeing that. And they can't, they can't hit. They don't even have left-handed bats. That's See, that's what's amazing. All these left-handed bats, Verdugo and Endeavors and Cassis, if he starts to come around, Yoshida, You got left-hand bats, but they haven't been hitting right-hand pitching. Uh, That's something they could figure out. They're 15 and 10 against left-handed pitching. So you would say, okay, with all these left-handed bats, you would figure like, oh, they just just absolutely get crushed. No. Two games below 500 against right-handed pitching. Amazing. So if they start hitting right-handed pitching and do better in interleague games, hello, Cubs, when you come to town. This team turns it around just like that. So this A series, while I know people are like, ah, it's the A's, it's a sweep. I'd be careful of that. But <laughs> according to their record, it's a probability. And then with the Cubs coming into town who are making adjustments and doing okay, but still way below 500, you're a better team than they are. This is where a chance the, the Red Sox can get healthy. The Jays... The Rays, or the the Jays are on fire. The Rays are they're they're just slipping. So, it's it's going to be fascinating. It'll be fascinating. All right, Brian, are you ready to do? Uh, I can't believe what I just saw. Let's do it. Hit it. is 
gonna cut up Joe Buck like that and turn it into a bit other than I. I can't believe what I saw that a 25-year-old man had allegedly disappeared eight years ago but was never missing. I'm like, is there an adjective or an adverb missing it here? Right, they're, they're missing a comma or something somewhere. Yeah, like, did some, is this a typo in the story? Again, a 25-year-old man who had allegedly been missing for eight years was literally home those eight years. A guy named Rudy Farias just this past weekend had been found and located, quote, safe at a church in Houston after there had been a seven-year search since March of 2015. But when he was reported missing in 2015, he came home the next day, according to Houston police. He was never missing, said the police. In fact, over the time where they were still looking for him for the search, when they came to the house, the boy, who was a teenager at the time, and his mother lied and said that they were the aunt and a nephew several times. Even on the street, the police had contacted this so-called missing guy who gave them a false name. This is one of the weirdest stories I've ever heard of. Brian, did you see this story? It's, I, I, I don't, I don't get it. But the woman, the mother will not be charged because the boy has been found. I, I don't know. The boy was at home with his mother on Thursday. Police said. I, 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 that's fascinating. All right. Coming up, Red Sox, baseball, 415, 315 pregame. And what we have is a potential renaissance for this Red Sox team happening right now. You know, Kiki Hernandez you know, made those kind of comments a couple days ago. I guess this backlash, you know, it doesn't help that, you know, I made a parody song on. July 3rd, Don Darrow kind of making called living with the errors because in James Brown, like, you know, look, I I get it. You do everything for the team. There's going to be something that you don't do well. And when it sticks out, like, let's just put it what it is. Even going back to Little League, if the shortstop can't field the ball and throw the ball to first, we've got a problem. (laughs) You got a problem. Unless everybody's a (laughs) left-handed. Hide him at, hide him at short, (laughs) you know, Put the put the shortstop over at second. So I get the frustration of like not being in there when your calling card is that you have the ability to play every day in different places where you need it. He's back in the lineup today. Yeah, it's interesting. I think this team needs to stay still at the trade deadline. Don't buy. Don't sell. See what you can get. What you got right now. Because if the ultimate play is to get. Yoshida, I mean, is to get Otani here. You'd want to keep all the pieces that you hear now. Because at one point I was like, gosh, when Hout goes down and what you know, Whitlock goes down, like why is Pavetta not moved back as a starter? Because it's like maybe you are protecting the arm and you want to move him as an asset down the road, claiming him as a starter. Like, like you really have a starter. He didn't get burned up with a bunch of innings this year. So the arm is fresh and ready to go and can be, you know, maybe a two, three guy in your in your rotation wherever you go. So well, Heim has taken a lot. And though I'm not here calling for a sympathy or a white flag or anything like for him, I'm saying there has to be a method to the madness. And if Otani is here next year, and you know as the fan base, if you can brag that Otani chose to come here 
all will be forgiven. And you would say, you know, we did we did win a World Series within the last five years. So you, you, the justifications will start to will, will reach the means. And then you would say, okay, while you might hate to see this particular person go or that person go, Otani coming in the door now makes the Red Sox a top of mind, top of conversation team in all of baseball. And I think that's just what the fan base kind of misses. Why are the Red Sox not in the same conversation as the Yankees, good or bad? As the Dodgers, good or bad? The Braves are starting to get a lot of moxie in terms of the conversation of baseball, deservedly so. But if you're a Red Sox fan, you'll be like, uh, this team needs to be in the conversation too. So if you I mean, if you cross your fingers, you know, hard enough, and hopefully that Otani, because now not pitching in the all-star game, I think now puts a different spin on what his number is going to be. I've always said that, hey, just as me as the greedy American says he better get six hundred million, he might want five fifty. Knowing that he's got a teammate that he's known for years, it's a teammate of his on the World Baseball Classic. You know, these two can be packaged together as an international stardom duo. I've said before, I think the 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 ultimate reach for the Red Sox is to be an international team, just the same way that you know, like rappers are wearing you know Yankee hats and have no idea about baseball. You would want that be to be in many different colors if you want overseas dominating different cultures, take over a couple different time zones, have people watching Red Sox games at 8 o'clock in the morning while they're playing 8 o'clock at night at here. That, that's the money play. If you're going to be one of the big-time teams in, in, in Major League Baseball, because there are a lot of teams, especially with the collective bargaining, there are a lot of teams that are just not going to, I mean, really big teams are subsidizing, right? So if you're going to be one of those big teams, you need to have, have some type of big oomph. I don't think you spend that cachet now early and give up the players right away and, you know, like, okay, maybe we get a tiny here and maybe negotiate. I, I think you still have a roster that can get you to a wild card game, right? And if you're the worst wild card, you play the worst. Of, so there's there's play, there's play a play there, right? The way you've dominated Toronto, you don't feel like Toronto scares you at all. Toronto's horrible against the division. I think they have seven wins against the AL East. You cannot get to... You, you, you and none cannot, of those wins are against you. Right. Well, they're virtually against nobody. Right. So, like, you don't have to worry about Toronto. You've seen, you've been able to prove that the Yankees are slipping and they didn't want to spend. And you don't know what Aaron Judge's injury really is. When they started using the years word, you're like, years? Like, so, that whole feel good of last year for the Yankees is really gone downhill and it's now affecting the play on the field. And if you're the Red Sox, you just kind of just stay, you know, just stay your ground. You know, hopefully things work some things out. Pavetta coming out of the pen now seems very intelligent because now you feel like you've got a guy who's got starter stuff who can extend out games for you. You got a team like the A's in town, you just got to go to town on them, and that's what you do. When you jump on them 5 nothing. That, that, that tells me right there you're understanding the mission at hand. Beat up on the teams you're supposed to beat up on. Don't let them breathe, right? Like even, even as the game started, and the A's started getting runs towards the end of the game. You're like, well, we got enough runs here that they're not going to come back. The talent level is just not there. The last thing you want to do is find yourself in three, two games, two, one games against where anything can turn one way or the other. And suddenly that loss becomes much more glaring, especially the other things that are happening right now in the American League and in the American League overall. I mean, Tampa, I think they've lost six straight, or I think they've lost six straight. So even though Tampa, I, I don't think they have any worry of losing. You know, the division lead, maybe. I mean, Baltimore's only three back. And Baltimore's won three straight. Blue Jays have won four straight. Yankees have lost three straight. 
Red Sox have won three straight. So the trends are moving in your way. It isn't about like, hey, can you win the division? Like when the Blue Jays are seven games back, Yankees eight games back, Red Sox ten back. Don't even think about Tampa. Think about that Blue Jays, only three games ahead of you. You have a series against the Blue Jays. And the Yankees, you feel like you could take two or three from the Yankees, the way they're constructed right now. They're a mess. Who feels bad? Nobody. This is a real legitimate chance for this team to make the wild card. Now, this sounds like me three weeks ago, and then two weeks ago, it's like this team's mid. But if you won six of your, just keep being, just keep being the team that wins six of ten. If the Red Sox can continue to be that team moving forward, win six of ten, they're going to win. They'll get close to 90 games. I think 90 is the number for the final wild card spot. You're going to have to be in the 90. You may be at, right at 89, 90. I just, I just feel like right now the bet that I made at the beginning of the season that the Red Sox would win over 81 games, and people were laughing at me like, ah, oh, 75 is the number. I was like, nah, 81. I think what this team is this year, expected of the team two years ago that made the run all the way to the ALCS. That's now that team. So, come on, Red Sox, it's the A's, and there's a reason why <laughs> the city is thinking about moving them because they're, they're not moving. So, get today. Take that game in front of you. You would win four straight. The Yankees lose again today. You're now one behind the Yankees. And the Blue Jays, their, their hot streak's got to slow down as well. So, I look forward to 3... I, not only do I look forward to 3.15 for the pregame, but 4.15 when the game hits and the Red Sox win another one, man, I, I look forward to doing Red Sox review tomorrow because if they win today and tomorrow, I'll be back talking about another sweep in a row. Go Red Sox. Thank you so much for being here. Brian for Duke, uh, for, for Zoko, thank you for your work. At WEEI at Twitter, at KJ Carson at Twitter. Have a wonderful Saturday. Talk to you tomorrow, Red Sox Reveal. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 